You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. And we are here doing another fabulous after show for girls. (laughs) We are in season two, episode three, Bad Friend. Luckily, I don't have any bad friends in this room. (laughs) Joining me are my fabulous co-hosts. Who's to my right? Oh, hey, sorry, Jamin. I was getting, I was filling the groove, people. My name's Thomas, and across from me, spicing it up. <laughs> Spicy Marty in the building. And to the left of me, Miriam Gonzalez, jamming it out. Great, the room. We have too much fun here. It's a great um, show. Such a great show. Such a an interesting episode tonight. Yes. Filled with lots of fun and drugs and weird sex yeah. and <clears throat> all kinds of, you know, bad friends. The experiences of your 20s. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have any experiences like that. I have no idea. I cannot relate to this episode whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, Are you going to uh-huh. play the fifth? <laughs> totally play the fifth. I don't know what they're talking there about. There should be an after buzz lie. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I have no idea what Coke even is. Isn't so, that soda in the red can? <laughs> <laughs> so we start. We start out the episode. Hannah has a job interview, which is you know. Yay, hi, yay, yay, I was proud of her. I was so yes. happy for her. Very happy for her to see that. And she, you know, she had her an outfit, like a nice little outfit. Didn't she together? look put together well before <laughs> doing drugs? Yeah. Power clashing is what no, he no, called no, no, it. No, 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 that, not that, not, not that, that outfit. outfit. No, the interview outfit. I don't remember what she had on. I wasn't paying attention to her outfit. I was well. She had a floral print, yes. t- you know, like coral top, oh, okay. and like was it short? She's always wearing shorts. They look like culottes. So, <laughs> but she looked. No, she looked really good. But she actually did look put together for mm. this. Like she, you know, spent some time. She yeah. curled her hair. She had some makeup on. Her she, had hair earrings, she had earrings. She had earrings. She put some effort yeah. forward. <laughs> she did. She actually put some effort in. She was, you know, she was very respectful in her interview. And the interview happens right in the lobby of the, you know, of the place where she goes. It was called, what, Jazz Beat or something? Yeah. Jazz Hate. Jazz Hate. Jazz hate. Yeah. And it was a, for a freelance gig to write an article for their website. So it's, you know, internet, but hey, it pays $200 an article. And <laughs> according to the interviewer, she doesn't look that fancy, so $200 should be good. I could not believe <laughs> <spend> that. <laughs> it's got to hurt to hear that. I, but- if, she, if Hannah is the, if she were to ever become a hustler, that'd be a great gig. I'd be writing all the time. 200 bucks here, 200 bucks there before you know oh, it. Yeah. yeah. You can maximize it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. But I love that Hannah is so oblivious that that just rolls right off her. She doesn't even, <laughs> you know, doesn't even phase her. Yeah. She, and I don't know if she's not quick and she's just not getting it right away. Because it took her a second to get the joke, too, about where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. She's like, 
uh, well, I think it might be kind of one of those things when you're in, you know, kind of like a high stress situation, which, you know, a job interview can be, then all of a sudden your mind is blank and you don't even know what two plus two is. No, Hannah never gets it at first. Like, (laughs) never. No. But I think that adds to it, you know, when you have somebody kind of staring you down, what's the answer that you should know that's so obvious and maybe it's not that obvious? It was in front of her, though. It was like literally. She kind of got it, though, when they started, when she started uh, giving her the suggestions. And you know what? I will say this. I like the fact that that office had the think outside of the circle and think outside of the box thing. Because mm-hmm. I think people lose sight of the fact that that is where the magic happens, as you know, the, the chick that was interviewing her said. Right. But the thing that I don't necessarily completely agree with is, y- yes, getting out of your comfort zone, I truly believe, <laughs> is where magic happens. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go have threesomes with people you meet on Craigslist or do a bunch of coke and write about it. Or... <laughs> How about the fact that she needed so much direction for the articles? Like, she, there's a million topics that she could have picked, and she's just going to run with those two. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Suggestions that the her bo- her new boss gave her, and the Coke one—that's the one you chose. Well, at first I was thinking, well, maybe the boss is kind of just giving her hints or ideas, like playing. think outside. But then she had that kind of like that dry humor face where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this bitch isn't playing. Like, right, she she's fucking serious. wants me to go do a real coke. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> oh, we're not supposed she to. She's serious. Like, <laughs> Whoa there. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Sorry, we're not supposed to cut. Sorry. Oops. But anyway, that so, was just nice and raw. <laughs> oh, well, hey, it's girls. But no, I mean that at first. That's because I kind of see where you're going at with that, and I think she was just trying. She was just throwing out crazy stuff that you can write about. But her expression was so weird. Well, no, I think she was absolutely serious. The thing about Hannah is, and Hannah knew she was serious, Mm -hmm. so that's why she started explaining why she didn't want to do the threesome because she has a hard enough time paying attention to where to put her, you know, how to touch other people's (laughs) one person, you know, how to have sex with one person. Having multiple partners would be too much for her. She can't focus. And, you know, she'd never done coke before because she said, I'd never done coke, and then the, the boss is like, Oh, perfect. That makes it even better. Right. And she said, well, you know, I have weird nasal passages. <laughs> and this oh, is just, my gosh. This is the level of where her head is. And that's how close-minded she is. These mm-hmm. two suggestions come out, and that's all. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't even look at the wall. And after even this whole think outside the box thing is explained to her, she still doesn't get it in the way that she goes beyond these two suggestions. Yeah. Basically, what they're telling her is we want outrageous, raw stories. Right. doesn't have to be doing drugs or having threesomes, but I want it to be kind of out there along those lines. But she's too literal. She's close-minded, she too. Yeah. <laughs> and to be a, you know, this is her first kind of venture out to be a writer, and I think that's one of the reasons why. Okay, I know this is what she wants. I'm going to give her what she wants, so she'll keep, you know, keep me coming back and writing more. Which, you know, you don't always have to do what people tell you. But then <laughs> then starts the pursuit of coke. Yes, yeah, so now she's <laughs> on a mission to find some cocaine. And we run into, <laughs> you know, the other three girls having, like, a stoop sale. It was a vintage, I forgot, it was, like, made in something vintage boutique. 
uh-huh. on the stoop of their sidewalk. Yes, on the stoop. See, I, the, like, see, I asked you. I, got, I was like, "Is Jessa having this yard sale because, like, maybe her? I was thinking maybe like her man left her, or she was trying to make, make some money or something." But you guys were like, "No, she's just I having a yard sale. She's just, <laughs> just, just having a you know? yard sale." Yeah, well, and I think Marnie, you know, was in need of money and needed to sell some stuff, and I think they were just kind of having a yard sale. Well, Marnie lives with uh, Sh- Shoshana right yeah. now, so it just makes sense that they'd all be there, right? Right. During that kind of weird interaction, and I just think it's more. Jessa doesn't really care about material things, so you mm. know she's got this new husband. This new, she, it's just a she's clearing for her. Mm. She's mm. just clearing out the old stuff because she was sporting some sweet espadrilles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, those shoes are hot. <laughs> yeah, and they're sitting around, and it's really funny because out of out of the you know the four of them, Shoshana's the one that has a little bit of an attitude, kind of like you know, <laughs> what's the point here? What are we doing? And then and, doesn't justify her back. Oh, it's because you're getting sex all the time. You're not getting any sleep. Well, she's she, no, 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 no. She <laughs> says, "I love this new attitude of yours because you're you know having sex now." And she's like, "No, it's because I'm not getting sleep because all Ray wants to do is stay up and watch reruns of Ally McBeal all night." <laughs> is that show still on? It's on Netflix. I love oh, it. I was like, wait, that's a really old show. We don't even have it here. It after was, <laughs> <laughs> but you can watch on Netflix and it's awesome. Um, so I thought that was really cute. Just like that's the level of they're obviously spending a lot of time together. Yeah, together still. So that relationship is going strong. But it was cute that she has like man problems mm-hmm. now, and that's her mm-hmm. man problem is that she's not getting enough sleep. But she had her one but- little Princess Leia butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sacrifice, though, that happens when you start in a new relationship. You start sacrificing your time schedule mm-hmm. for the other person. Mm-hmm. So here she's hanging out with Ray all the time, and, you know, she has a life. She's got, you know, places to be in the morning, things to do, and he really is just kind of like, what is he, like in his 30s or something? He's just kind of <laughs> like, whatever, dude. He's well, like, he, let's... like, runs that coffee shop that Hannah works at, right? Does yes. she still work there? I think she does, right? Well, I no, I guess a part-time job. I yeah, think I think she still, still works at the coffee shop. I, I haven't seen does. her there in episodes. I don't think they've showed her there <laughs> since last season, but I think she mentioned she, it. Yeah, she mentioned um, when Marnie got the job at the uh, at the restaurant at the hostess at the, at the, as the hostess. Uh-huh. She would mentioned that she was doing something. Yeah, so she was still working at the coffee. I hope shop. they don't drug test her for her sake. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the fact that Ray had brought over that, you know, ecstasy tea or whatever last season with that, you know, I can't imagine that they're drug testing. Remember that? Was it ecstasy tea or like mushroom tea? It it was something like that. Yeah. And Shoshana like like, freaked out, right? No, it was when he had his own girlfriend. That's right. It went to her parents' house. Oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, the hotel. Yeah. The hotel. Yeah. The hotel. So funny. Read my stories. <laughs> oh, I was, like, really trying to go back. And now I remember. Thank you for jogging that. Yes. So I don't think that there's really drug testing going on at that place. No. Um, it's a but, coffee shop. Yeah. But they're on the stoop. That's when they, that's when Hannah figured out Wait, what's the who stoop? to go to, right? What's the stoop, by it's the way? It's the steps. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like, the steps in front of, like, their walk-up, mm. since it's not really a yard. Why do they just like, call it steps? Because it's called a stoop. Because you can hang out on the stoop. <laughs> is that a New York thing? Or is this like a, yeah, I oh, think okay. so. You don't Sorry, I'm not from, I'm from, you know, I don't Central know. I've always, like, I don't know, I don't know if it's just a New York thing. I've always heard it, it's called, like, a stoop. Mm-hmm. If it's not a porch, it's, because it's not a porch, because you're in an apartment building, but it's not, I don't know, it's a stoop. I don't know. Well, I always just really say stairwell. I always say the stairwell, See, but yeah. you don't hang out on a stairwell, you'll hang out on, on the, the 
pet, like in the front yard on the stoop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's a place where you actually can sit and commit versus like random like, oh yeah, he's hanging out in the stairwell. It doesn't yeah. sound as shady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It sounds so Got weird. It. It's Got more it. of a, yeah, a community area. I <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. Back to girls. Sorry, I was just, I had to clarify so that. So pursuit of Coke. <laughs> yeah, so Marnie suggests, oh, the first thing is they want to know who it's for. Jessa asks who it's for and they automatically think Adam. <laughs> Poor Adam. <laughs> She's like, we no. haven't seen my love this episode. No. No. I wonder what's bad. going on with He's him. He's in jail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. They didn't even address that. No, she just completely forgot about it. That's because she's selfish. Yeah, it's over it. So, Jessa asks who it's for. I think it's for Adam. She says, no, it's me for work. I have to write about doing cocaine. <laughs> so, uh, Marnie suggests that she, you know, hits up the junkie in their building. <laughs> Laird. Laird that lives downstairs. And, you know, apparently Marnie has had conversations with him where he has admitted that he was a junkie. So <laughs> it's it's obvious right now in Hannah's mind it's appropriate to call him a junkie. Like, he's admitted it, so that's kind of his thing. Well, she, he hangs out at the mailbox, and then according to Shoshana, Shoshana all junkies hang out at the mailbox. I do not know that. <laughs> but it's, so if when you, you get your mail, she, look out. But yeah. now I know if I need any form of narcotics, where to go? My to mailbox. mailbox. <laughs> like, hey guys, why are you getting your envelopes can you give me some coke? <laughs> well, and, and you know, so Hannah goes to takes their Demarney's advice, goes downstairs, knocks on Laird's door, and that was it's a very awkward encounter. Laird is a pretty interesting person, but the fact that they thought that Laird had leprosy. No, no, no. She said he looks like someone that would have it. Oh. She was just kind of, because he looks like grungy and dirty. Right, 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 right. She was, and then that's when Marnie was like, you don't even know what that looks like, having leprosy. <laughs> Do you see the irony in his name, though? Layered. Yeah. layered and the layer of like the griminess. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, don't, I just, I, I like the fact that they went there he with sounds that. dirty. Yeah, it he just looks dirty. It just sounds like creepy <laughs> and like weird and a place you don't want to be. He needs a shave and a haircut. He absolutely does. <laughs> Poor Larry. And probably a bath. <laughs> So Hannah goes over, they open the door, you know, he opens the door, invites her in, and he's got this messy apartment, watching cartoons, and, you know, he looks like he's Well, the apartment wasn't messy, there just wasn't anything in there. No, the table with, like, the food boxes (laughs) and, like, all that. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, But it was, like, it wasn't, like, a curtain, it was, like, a sheet hanging on the window, you know. He's a bachelor. (laughs) He's actually, he's clean now. He's clean, remember? Well, yeah, but before, like, how do we find out that? She asked him for drugs, and, you know, she's like, because I know you're a junkie. That's what she says. <laughs> it's never appropriate to call someone that, even if they call themselves that. I just but don't feel I like, like the that's fact that he was alluding to, to there being a possible love interest there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his poor little heart was probably crushed when she just wanted drugs from him. You know, he was getting excited. He was <clears> like, I pass you. You pass me. We make eye contact. There's this awkward silence. We don't really address. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just going to come straight on and say it. I need Coke. Yes. Well, and then he <laughs> offers her pomegranate juice first because he says he's an addict. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he gets up and he was he felt awkward telling her that. And then when he you know he handed it to her when you when you address when she, when Hannah asked him for the coke, you know he was like you said trying to like hit on her, tell mm-hmm. her hey I like you etc. Mm-hmm. And then she's like I don't know how to tell you. Well, I need cocaine. Like, but it was weird. And then when he when then when he's like no I'm actually I'm clean now. I don't do it. And she's like oh. Okay, well, well I she guess tells that him, does you it. You know, like, congratulations. You know, because like, you don't look clean. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're <laughs> which is really inappropriate. Like <laughs> that's the second time in less than ten minutes into the show where she's completely oblivious to what the situation is. Yeah. She's self-centered, so she's looking at her needs and no one else's. Well, 
And he he tells her, I don't really think you should be getting involved with that. You know, yeah. you should stay away from that. And she's like, so you're telling me I should ask somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, I still know people and I've always wanted to do something for you. Because he obviously has a crush on her. So sweet. So he's so going to get her the cocaine. Well, do you think that was weird? He said, I want to do something for you. Because I was like, well, what do you want to do for her? <laughs> he's like, I, I picked that He lives that under too, the stairwell. Yeah. By the stoop under the stairwell. He's wanted to do something for you. Well, he likes her. And if, you know, you know, if you've ever had a crush on somebody and, you know, at any point to do anything for them and, you know, can't get an any reaction, mm. you know, you're, you're going to be all about it. It is officially one of the love languages, an act of service. Yeah. And that's what he was trying to do for her. Now, getting coke, I don't know how much love that shows. Maybe it's like the new thing and we'll see it more often, maybe Valentine's Day. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I think it's one. more <laughs> the fact that it's him going out of his way to do something, even though, and people do this all the time in mm. relationships, you know, especially if there's no... No connection. You'll go out of your way to do something for somebody, True. even though you don't like him or you don't like it. And so for him, it's uncomfortable. But because he likes her, he's going to go gonna out it. of his way be- to make her happy in hopes that maybe he'll win her affections. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where I think he was going with that. Do you think this shows how naive she is, or that she? Like, yes. Do you think Hannah's just extremely, maybe it's both, extremely naive into this whole situation she's about to embark? Or is she, and then how does it relate to her job aspect? Like, she's trying so hard to please this boss that she's actually throwing her own values into the wind. Do you think that has, has something to do with her she, young age? Or? Is she really throwing her own values? Does she have them? She no. Didn't, she didn't seem to be opposed to the fa- idea of doing coke. The only thing she said about not doing it was because of her nose. Not that she was, <laughs> not that she would never do it or she was against drugs. She didn't seem too taken aback by those suggestions of the threesome or the cocaine stories. I thought that was just a nervous comment for her to be honest like her nervous reaction like oh I have nasal oh because that's how because she kind of was put on the spot and I felt like she was trying to come up with reasons why like hey I'm so cool but this is why I can't do this right no but she didn't say she couldn't do it she said the only reason why she hasn't done it well she's not gonna she's not gonna tell the boss she can't because she doesn't want to she doesn't want to make her dislike her but I felt that was her way of covering it up I didn't take it that way at all I just thought that it was that she was because she's very says she doesn't think before she talks she just talks it's her so I think it was a very honest answer. It's her awkward natural reaction. Yeah. That's, it's her normal thing. Like okay. she oh, like she'll just say some random stuff and and it just that's just Hannah. See, and I thought she was trying to yeah. find excuses as well mm-hmm. why I don't, she could. I don't think she's Cover a kind a of bit. Yeah. she's not her character doesn't seem to me to be the person that finds excuses for anything. She doesn't find excuses for anything. She thinks that the way that she thinks and what she does is always the right way because it's all about Hannah. So she doesn't even need to make excuses for anything. She'll yeah. just say, well, I haven't done this or, you know, but she didn't seem to be, she didn't ask anybody, should I do this? She didn't ask anybody's advice. She was just like, boom, let's do this. I'm getting some And then it makes you wonder, <laughs> what about the next time that she has to write a story? Is she going to do whatever it takes every single time in order to be able to create something? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, exactly. Like, what if she has to do a question. story on STD? She's going to go catch one real quick and then write a story she on it? one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there goes another story she yeah. well, No, but if they something about hook, being a hooker, would she go stand on the corner? Like, yeah, I, I see what you're what, saying. Yeah. Something I, that's very drastic, but this is also very drastic. She'll do what like, it takes to get a story. But I think that she absolutely will because you have to remember, she doesn't understand her own life experiences. She doesn't take them in as her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She feels like she has to be on this writer's path of what someone else says is a writer's path. So I absolutely think that if somebody told her to go be a hooker, she'd... Would totally do it. Don't you think there's a bit of narcissism involved in her character? Oh, like absolutely. A, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. She's the most self 
self-centered, self-involved. <laughs> I mean, the fact that she even, you know, because obviously she gets the coke. She decides her cocaine partner is going to be Elijah. There, you know, uh, he's done it before, apparently. He alludes to the fact that he has because he tells her, you know, yeah. you've never done this before. We have to get you a better outfit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whatever oh my it goodness. was that he ch- – and he chose that sober for her. Like, that was pri- – that was. I don't know what you would call somebody offer on coke. I know drinking sober. What do you call non-coked out? He was non-coked pre-coke, out. Pre-coked. Pre-coked. Yeah. But, so that was pre-coked. Still sober. Sober is sober. <laughs> oh, okay. Sober. So he was pre-coked before he picked, like, when he picked that outfit out. Yes. And it was an outfit inspired by a girl in middle school that had, <laughs> had sex with her uncle and her stepdad. It was power. What was it? Power, power clashing. Power clashing, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is she And it wearing? was a Trainer. horrible outfit that didn't even really fit her. Or and flatter. It, it did not flatter at her all. at all. But she rocked it. She wore it. And it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and they decided to go ahead and get the Coke party started. <laughs> well, she asked, so can we start now? And then yeah. he's like, for human decency, she's like, oh, yeah. No, but she and said then, that's not a rule. Because she asked, are there any rules that say we can't start at 4? And he says, well, nothing other than a human decency. She's like, yeah, well, that really isn't. So they go ahead and start. I kind of feel like that sometimes about drinking, so I get that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to ever drink before 12. I just think it's wrong. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. You guys somewhere. don't agree it's with that? It's 12 o'clock well, somewhere. It depends. It depends. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> Where you are, because it's it's in California, you know. But if you're at brunch, it's it's acceptable to be. If you're in Vegas, it's acceptable to be drinking all day long. (laughs) Wow. I mean, if you wake wake up up. and you and you tap the bottle with your toothbrush, I mean, then that's like like, that's a problem. Yes, but. I'll put a little splash in your coffee in the morning. Hey, <laughs> gotcha. You guys are just like Hannah. Bailey's good. Go. It's good. Anyway, so they, you know, they start this cocaine party, and listen, they, they are all of a sudden having these revelations of all these things they want to do, and it's this open honesty of I want to do this, I want to do that. Elijah wants to visit a, pri- a prison and raise show ponies, and you know Hannah wants to get married wearing a veil and, <laughs> and eat fifteen, try fifteen cakes yes before she gets married. <laughs> you know all these different things, but you know, and as it starts, you know they they take off and they go. They, they go dancing. They, you know, go to this, you know, gay club where their friends are spinning. They're these iPad DJs, Andrew and Andrew. <laughs> that dress alike and dance alike. Yes. They changed their, they both changed their names to Andrew. <laughs> but the thing that she says that just solidifies, the, you know, the character in which we were just discussing is she says her one of her greatest dreams is to be able to have sex with herself. And it's and also her uh, nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very, she's all about herself right now. And I think sometimes because I think it's a self-esteem issue. I think she's she she does that. She makes everything all about her because she's so insecure so it has to be. Yeah. And I think that's kind of this journey that she's on, and hopefully she'll kind of grow out of that. But in every situation, it always circles back to her no matter what they're doing. It's always, what did somebody do to her? How does she fit into this thing? And why don't you think about her feelings, even if it has nothing to do with her? Even, cry, you know, like, you know, hopped up on Coke, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. Well, she got a bomb dropped on her at the club. She did. While she was snorting off of yeah, the, the toilet, toilet. nasty oh, ass toilet. Say, let us not pass With the fact. And they were licking. And they were licking the lid of the toilet. If anybody's ever been to a club, you guys know that there's pee everywhere because when you're drunk, you miss the toilet. Like you just <laughs> miss the mark. <laughs> sometimes it's throw up, sometimes it's pee. We don't know. But the fact that they were licking it off the toilet, so I was like, okay. Let me just say that watching this episode, if you have never done any type of narcotic before. 
seeing the way that they look, the things that they were doing, would that make you ever want to try it? No. And that's I, what I love about the show. They show the know. non-flattery, mm-hmm. the, the side yes. that's horrible about drugs, which a lot of TV shows show when it's going well, all the good times they have, or just quick club scenes. Yeah. They don't show the aftermath. And, and it kind of was... You know, the very beginning of the episode, Hannah was put together well, and at the end, she was a, she was an effing mess. Like, yeah, she was a mess. Yeah. Like, wait a second, before they even go to the bathroom, the fact that she's dancing with, I was like, is it a guy? Is it a girl? <laughs> she switched shirts <laughs> in the middle like, of dance. Change shirts, uh-huh. and I, you know, I can't help but to think of our darling Andrew and like her boobs. <laughs> yes. I'm like, this whole episode, like her we, boobs were just. We see out. her boobs we in every episode. Every yeah, but you know what? I applaud her. I'm sorry. I appreciate the fact that she is a nudist and she's free with it. And puts it publicly in her show. Like, I appreciate that. No, that's not safe in a city like New York, though. Mm-hmm. You can't go walking around with It's not out. real. <laughs> it's a TV program. Uh-huh. You know what? It's not real, but the situations are real. And, that, and therefore, you know, stuff like that happens when you're on drugs and you don't really know any better and you act like you're at home. Or yeah. inhibitions were lowered. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, they were. She was stripping down in the club, put clothes back on. The guy, the shirt didn't even fit the guy, or whatever the hell, the guy, or whatever it was. <laughs> if he's transgender, good for you. It didn't even fit Hannah when she had it on. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they're in the bathroom. I mean, licking off the seat, you submit to the toilet paper, and it was disgusting. And then, oh, like, so it, it, she soaks her head under the water. And she's sweating, you know, profusely. Elijah is super adorable. He even looks throwed. Their eyes are really red and watery, like bloodshot. She, it's just, you know, they're sniffing. And and messing with their, you know, and I think that people on cocaine are the most, un- that's the most unattractive <laughs> sight I have ever yeah, seen. because this is never cute. Anytime no. you play with your nose, that's not sexy. No, when you're constantly, <laughs> right. Or when they're you moving know. their jaw. I mean, it was like, you guys, chill. They, you know what was really gross? I think grosser than all of that uh-huh. is when she wet her hair. I don't know. I don't know if you noticed there were people standing in the back of her and she flung it back like a wet dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is disgusting. I thought she was trying to do the supermodel thing where you, you come out of the water oh, and, like, and fling your hair back. She I don't a, think she was trying to be no. sexy. Oh, I thought she was trying to be sexy. <laughs> no. the, the, the problem with doing, to be, being in that kind of situation is it brought out the truth. They, they had this whole, like, it, it became a truth serum of them just kind of like, I love you, baby, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like being honest with you. And that's when we get the bomb dropped on us where Elijah's like, oh, yeah, dude, I, I really feel like being honest with you. By the way, I slept with Marnie. And she's like, what? Devastated. Talk about mm-hmm. a sobering up moment. Absolutely. And for her to stick her head under the sink, she's like, seriously, is this happening to me? She's like, I can't breathe. Like She's having a panic attack. Oh, yeah. You, know? you add coke into the mix, that's you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah, it just crazy intensifies what you know, her normal reaction would have been. And, you know, honestly, as crazy and self-absorbed as she is, I thought she was so right on with the way that she handled that situation. With her, you know, with just why she was upset. And, yeah, when she talks to Elijah about it when they're at, you know, the Dwayne Reed or wherever they are, um, (laughs) you know, the the drugstore. CVS for us. Dwayne Reed for them. Yeah, so wherever they are, the little drugstore, and she's, you know, and... She tells him, I was supposed to be your last. And he's like, you know, that's ridiculous. That's rich. It all has to be about you. It's always Hannah, 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 Hannah. Did you ever stop and think that what I'm doing has nothing to do with you? And she says no. Because she's so (laughs) self-absorbed. That's when I I stopped feeling sorry for her. I felt sorry for her at the club because I was like, wow, it's really shitty that he told her in that environment. Mm -hmm. and And that's the state of mind that she found out this information and I was like, wow, that's really that that told a lot about him sharing. It showed how immature he is, but also that like he 
he didn't factor in like the best way to tell her if he was going to tell her. But I lost <laughs> respect for her in that I, well, in that sense when she made it all about her. Like instead of like you know that shitty what you guys did and saying like you know that shitty what you guys did, friends don't do that to each other. I really, but her saying like I was your last. It's like who girl who gave you that power? Well, you know what I mean? I like think, I just well, it was devastating to her though. I think to yeah. experience being with a man who you're in love with and finding out that he is gay. Mm-hmm. And so I think for her. It was more, it, it had sentimental value that at least, like, she had that. At least I was your last. You know, mm-hmm. I might have turned you. Who knows why you're gay? But at least I had that last piece of you. Isn't that selfish of her to think that she would be his last? Well, it well, is, but it's still a natural, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's still a natural thing. And especially when you're that young, everything is about you. Beyond that, it's the fact that here, of all people that it happens yes. to happen with, it happens with her best friend who mm-hmm. happens to be freaking gorgeous. And mm-hmm. she knows Marnie's like, she's she's the tits. Like, she's hot. Mm-hmm. And for him to, like, diss Hannah and go and be with Marnie now years later after him being mm-hmm. supposedly gay, it's it's devastating. That's mm-hmm. a devastating thing to happen for, to someone. It's like, oh, my God, wait, I thought... It was all of, I thought I was your last. I thought I was the one that turned you. Like, mm-hmm. you <laughs> but mean maybe, you're not? You mean you still can? Well, well and it, I think it, it just, it, it brings up a lot of internal issues. So maybe I just wasn't enough. I wasn't right, hot enough. Yeah. I wasn't this. I wasn't that. And regardless of it is supposed to be about her or not, she, you can't help that, you know, to feel, you know, like... It's something that you did wrong or you weren't adequate enough or there was something about you. Why didn't he want to be with her? Well, also, too, I think that it's, it's her and Marnie have a very competitive relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that that out of everybody, it could have been anybody in the world, but it had to be somebody who she's threatened by semi. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was the biggest devastation was and Marnie and because he, he said he was like, I couldn't even stay hard for her. It went like limp like that. And it didn't come in her. But <laughs> come at her. I think he said come in her. I think he said at her. I didn't even come at her. I swear I thought he said come in her. If you guys at home are listening, call us and let us know. 424-256-1729. Was it come in her or come at her? I thought it was at her. But also, guys, go to iTunes. Please subscribe to our podcast. Rate and comment. Five stars, please. It's free. Tell your friends. And also tell us, was it come in her? Come at her. What are they doing? <laughs> tell us come what in, you think about the situation. Do you think you know it, it, that Hannah reacted well or not? I mean, we love to hear your comments. We want to you know get you guys involved too. So please go let us know and don't forget to rate and comment YouTube too because we see those too. But outside from her selfishness, like would that? I mean, I think it is shitty. Like her best friend and her roommate. Like regardless, it's never that, okay that, to share I mean, a man. I don't care if he's no, gay or but, not. But it regardless, is not okay. no, I totally agree with you. But that just insult to injury. Like you don't shit where you eat, and like literally. Her roommate fucked her best friend, you know, vice versa. I mean, I just think, sorry, we can't say the effort. Sorry. I know. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, we sorry, are sorry. cursing Calm a down. lot. Calm right, Calm Thomas, down, Thomas. Beyond that, it's the fact that there is a rule when it comes to friends Correct. and ex-lovers. Mm-hmm. If a, mm-hmm. you're a good friend, you don't do who I've done. Right. Good point. Or the did. underlying, yeah. I mean, unless <laughs> time has gone by so or much, doing, <laughs> you know, like there's there there is a grace period. Like you know, if if I dated somebody, like if you and I dated ten years ago, mm-hmm. that time has passed. We're friends. I want you to there's be happy. There's a grace period. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Well, role. I think it, well, <laughs> oh, so it, it just is forever. So I think your man thing, girl. No, <laughs> no, it's well, not wait, okay. Wait, 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 calm down. It's We're not, not talking about okay. That. <laughs> there is no, no grace no, period. There, there, there is a, a time where it kind of dies down, and I'm not saying that it's always acceptable, but there is a time where, like, 
all right, you look at somebody and you're like, I used to once be into you, and now like if you kiss, you're like, oh my god, it's like kissing my a family right. member. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's when the grace period ends, where it's like, dude, if you if you make him happy, go for it. I think it's definitely a case by case basis yes. because if there's Absolutely. you know if there's someone you know probably like the first guy I was ever in love with, I, the, God, he better never touch anybody that I ever met in my <laughs> life, or it would be on. Because Kelly's coming but, after you. But, <laughs> but you know, like. But it was a grace period. No, there's no grace period for that one. No, it's but a I case think, by case. I think it's a case by case in that sense because, and Hannah was totally in, you know, in love with Elijah. Yeah. And Marnie knew that. And this is what we touched on Correct. last week is I know, especially because Marnie made out with him during the rent and when they were in school. So she obviously always needs to feel like she is better than Hannah, that she can There's get something. There's intimidation there, too. I think it definitely goes on both sides, but Marnie has an insecurity about herself, too, that she always has to come out on top. She has to know if she wants it, she can have it, and she's done that twice already. So as women, who do you think's mm. more at fault, Elijah or Marnie, in this situation, for oh, betraying Hannah? Marnie. Marnie, absolutely. Yeah, because regardless, Elijah's still the dude, and you never really blame him yeah. because it's always like kind of a sexual thing with him. Men think with their other yeah. head and not with the one that's on top of your shoulders. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> we got the um, F word cleared. But- <laughs> 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 you know, but that's that's what I think too. Nice. Is that you know, it's it's definitely a different mentality. So you know. I definitely believe Marnie was in the wrong because I think it was more calculated there. And she, the fact that she did it on the couch in her apartment when yeah. she could have come in at any time. Ooh, gross, she wanted yeah. to be she wanted to be caught. She wanted, you know, to know. And to the validate. fact that she didn't tell her herself, mm-hmm. regardless of what Elijah thinks, who cares? You know what? This is Marnie's at her bottom and she's mm-hmm. reaching. She's not used to being in this position. Right. And she's she's a bottle doing- service girl. She's doing artists and stuff. Like, she looks yeah. like a bloody ball trap oh kid in every God. episode. Tell me when you guys are ready to talk about that sex scene because I'm ready. Go ahead. But go back. She, she's in this insecure, um, very unfamiliar place where she's kind of reaching and, and grasping for attention. Now, mind you, in the last episode when she was talking to Hannah, like, I haven't seen you. We haven't talked. And are we, are we okay? Are mm-hmm. we good? You know, that's the same night that they did it. And Hannah totally, like, blew her off and bounced on her. So how else is she going to reach out and get Hannah's attention? Mm -hmm. She's going to do Elijah. Uh, Absolutely. Opportunity presented itself. I see. And so it's kind of one of those deals. Great I think when you're growing up and you're, you know, throughout your teenage years and your early 20s, you start to weed out your friends and you start to figure out who your friends really are and and what type of relationships you really do have. Mm -hmm. Because after seeing their relationship with Marnie attacking her about rent and, you know, vice versus them going kind of at it, are they really best friends? Is that really somebody you would consider your best friend? Somebody that's going to try to one-up you at every turn or mother, you know what I mean? Or take advantage of you? Either way, it's a very difficult situation. I think that they, they're, they've they grown up together, whether, you know, I, I don't know how far back beyond the college years they know each other, mm-hmm. but there comes a point where you start to you disconnect. There's a You start mm-hmm. to separate. You go your own path. And they're, they're Friendship is kind of being pulled apart because they're two different people. And that's just the natural progression of relationships. Well, Either yeah. you grow together or you grow apart. And, and Laird did say apart. they were two people that looked like they shouldn't have been roommates because he was looking at their mm-hmm. mail. He is freaky. <laughs> mm-hmm. They get different magazine subscriptions. <laughs> the fact that he is, different schedules. The fact that he is stalking 
Hannah now, I think is simply adorable. I think it is. I too. thought that was really cute. When he was stalking to cute. But when well, she ran into him in the grocery store, when you're lonely and single, <laughs> no, and I don't, I don't, I didn't find that to be creepy at all. I think he was genuinely concerned about I her. So this too. is her first time into drugs. He's the one that gave them to her, so he feels responsible. And he likes her, and he likes her. So I think he wanted just to. He tried to stay back far enough so she didn't know. Like he let her have her fun. He wasn't trying to scold her or anything. You that part I get. I wonder if we were to rewind it and watch in the club if we. We would see him in the background. Oh, I wonder I if he was placed back there. Creepy. Ooh. We should. Totally. I want to go see that now and kind of see if they're like if they put him in there. <laughs> they might and, and watch him. Yeah, yeah watch him like in the there. dance floor. I DVR'd it, so we'll have to. Actually, if you guys go to iTunes and you saw it, let us know. Is he in the? Yeah. In, is he in the background? Yeah, I, I know that would be really funny. So he's shopping for socks too. <laughs> at I thought grade. he was using again. Like he looked like so he'd too, been he using. He was crying for he was her. Crying. No, he was crying because of his addiction. Here he is. He went. He got Hannah drugs and. And he's fighting the relapse. Oh, not what's using. Happening. Oh, that's where mm-hmm. his tears were. He's fighting the for relapse. Okay. And then when Hannah busts him, is like, you know, Lairs, um, are you following us? Whatever. And he's like, here, take this H. And yeah, why did he have that? Because <laughs> I think it. that's what he was doing. He was so going to use it. He bought it when he bought her drugs. And that, you know, putting him in that situation was very rough. Selfish. And she didn't even and care. Selfish. No, she because she didn't think about it like no. that. She doesn't think, here's someone that used to be a hardcore addict. Let me send him back to his dealer to get right. me drugs and give him that temptation. You, She's not thinking exactly. about you it. You cannot the way, give an alcoholic top shelf alcohol. You know we're going to drink it. The other shitty <laughs> thing is like, if, like you, I am. if you know of anyone who's been an addict, like I've known people that have been addicts mm-hmm. and you have to disassociate from everybody. Like people actually move cities and yeah. like literally not talk to any of their friends yeah. or even family that, that bring that side out in them. Mm-hmm. It takes years to get clean and it's a continual process. For her, I mean, she, like you said, she had no idea but just knowing people who have been through that, I'm like, I can't believe you put him back in the lion's den. Yeah, like, that's I mean, exactly what she, she didn't care. She's she didn't give a damn. Well, and I think like, that he felt bad that he's the one that supplied it to her because that's just like the the, the gateway to be on the path that right. he's on. Mm-hmm. And I think he felt very guilty about that. And I think that was another reason for his tears. We'll get to there the end of the show, but I I think that she opened him up back to his addiction. Mm -hmm. And just by what happened at the end of the show, I'm just going to say it, when they kissed, Mm -hmm. the fact that they were, you know, she's on coke, he's not, he's, you know, clean, he's going to taste that. And Mm -hmm. that's going to throw him back into his addiction. And she's going to have to save him. She's going to have to save him because she likes to play the little savior figure just like she did Well, I wonder if she's even really going to get it. If she's even really going to understand what it is she just did. Like, I wonder if she's going to. It's going to, 10 years from now, she will. 10 years, she'll look back, she'll be like, oh my God, I was so crazy. What did I do? Yeah. Well, let's talk about Marnie. Yeah, I really want to talk talk about about that sex scene. So, (laughs) Marnie is at work. Uh, you know, her hostess job, and she runs into Booth Jonathan, who's the artist that she was, like, obsessed with yes. from last season, that was, like, totally kind of hot in his, you know, the way he was not, he's not necessarily hot. His but aggressiveness, they're, his yeah, they're his in confidence. His confidence and the way he was just telling her things, it was, you know, it was pretty attractive the way he was, and I think that's what kind of... I think they both like the fact that the way that they speak to one another, she's not used to somebody talking to her the way that he speaks to her, mm-hmm. and she's not... 
and vice versa. Like mm-hmm. he's like, wait, I like the fact that you talk to me that way. Right. It really well, turns me you know, on when kind of she thing. when he mm-hmm. she sees him, he sees her, and she tries to kind of run away, and he calls her Maddie. Was it Maddie that he was calling Maddie. her? Yeah. Patty. Maddie. No, Maddie. He was calling oh, her Maddie. I he said Patty. And he's like, Maddie, I see you, and she, <laughs> <laughs> which is horrible. She's like it's Marnie. Yeah, she turns around. It's Marnie, and then she tries to shake his hand, and he kisses her cheek, and she's like, oh, hey, you know, and you know he. He tells her, you know, so you work here, that's depressing. And, you know, and she says, I'm sorry that there's not all these, you know, curatorial jobs out there. And he's like, oh, I love that. I love with people with passion. You know, young people with passion just give up so easily when they have to struggle. When they ha- I yes. thought that was, thought that was the a great best quote. thing he could have said to her. Agreed. I mm-hmm. mean... So many people go and and if they follow their dreams, they, you know, get successful from it. They get the taste of what they want in their career or path, career path. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you kind of get knocked down. You're like, you lose faith. And Mm -hmm. he called her out on it. Right. Which is what we talked about last week. You know, for all we know, she went out for this one job interview. The person told her she shouldn't be in art. And then she accepted it and yeah. left it and you know got this hostessing job so the fact for him to say that to her in the way condescending way that he did I thought was fantastic because she's the type of person that needs to hear it oh, that yeah. way you know but then she comes back at him and is like so you know sorry I'm not like you you know a con artist who gets people to like you know, <laughs> you know this weird art I do you know whatever she says and then he's like you know I like you talking to me like that when's the last time you had sex and she's like, who do you think I am? And this is my favorite. I think you're somebody who's about to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he takes her out of work. Later. Like she the just leaves her shift. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And that's what makes him hot. Up until we get to his house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this house is full of just crazy child. Okay. Is it a post office? Dark it's, it's artwork? Said, I think it was. And it was con- it's converted to this big loft for him. So it's his studio and where he lives. I mean, which when you go in, it's a fantastic space. Yeah. But he, he shows her this whacked out dollhouse. <laughs> Red rum. You know, one of his um, new pieces for with his new show. With real blood. With real blood. Gosh, that was creepy. And what did he want to say? You know, what did he want to call he it? He said he wants to do a children's death games art show. Yes. That's the next That's the next uh, title of the show. But applauds, every, she's, she loves everything that he's showing her. Well, but if you look around, this guy is obviously twisted. He's got some childhood <laughs> twisted issues because there's doll heads, <laughs> yeah. this crazy Ugh. dollhouse, teddy bears with nails in them, dolls hanging. The doll that she has to look at you know? and describe while they're right. doing it. Well, wait, but before that, yes. he locks her in this like video room. It's like little a little weird. Room. During Sex in the City, when, when when Carrie dated the <clears throat> Russian. Uh-huh. Was it Light Constellations? Light Constellations are <laughs> that kind of It art. was kind of that, something like that. But he locks her in this little room, and then, like, all the pictures, it's, like, barely breathing is the song <laughs> that's the blasting out of this thing. But all the images you see are so creepy. There's, the like, a one, like, a wolf or yeah. a dog dying. There's maggots, a baby crying. It looked like the it's opening like, for True Blood. Have you guys seen oh, the yes. opening for True uh, Blood? It yeah. did look Then-dum. like that. It was so <laughs> creepy. But he locks her in this room to the point where she's, like, down, sitting on the floor, holding her knees to her chest. She's like, what the heck? Imagine, she was sober when that happened. Had it been Hannah or Elijah in there? Oh my god, they would have, yeah. Even if Hannah was sober, she would have (laughs) freaked. No, but but he's like making espresso, checking his email, pounding nails into bears. He got the headphones (laughs) on. Like, he totally, I'm like, does he have the song on replay? He got a lot done while she was there. You know, he left her in there for a significant amount of time. She comes out and she's like, what the fuck, dude? She's like, what? And then he like gives her this weird hug. And then she's like, you're so talented. 
It was so creepy. Like, Such that was... BS. Oh, my God. Then flash to the most ridiculous sex scene I've ever seen in my life. They were the same oh, size. Take it. Yeah. Take it. Okay. She is laying down <laughs> in, like, what, what would this be? Eagle position? What Spread eagle. Spread eagle. eagle. <laughs> but she's on her stomach. She's on her stomach. He's hitting it from behind, but on top of her. Not even doggy style. Like, he's just laid out in the same eagle <laughs> position on top of her, which doesn't even look like... Sexy. He's just pump, pump, pumping away, <laughs> making her describe what the doll looks this like. Doll hanging there. She, what the doll it's is sassy. Fe- what the doll is feeling. She says it's sassy. He said no. She's sad. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst kind of foreplay I then have ever seen. Then he has the audacity seen. to ask if you're on birth control. As uh, after they're like when he's almost done, which is a question you should ask before it even starts, especially because apparently they're do, doing you know, it raw, doggy. Do, <laughs> well, they they should have been using protection. Yeah, like, they should have been. Be real, but. but you guys know artists are wanderers. Oh sleep in their free you know they sleep around they're free they're free spirits so he's like pump pump pumping it in her and he just jizzes in her and she's like okay with it she that looked like the worst sex ever it didn't even look like she, she was even it. near climax at all no she was basically just the entity for him to insert himself into right. it didn't look like she was into it at all she was making weird facial expressions she was not enjoying it like no. her face was like what are you and doing and if she was back honest there? with like, him this- when he asked her when was the last time you had sex she would said two and a half weeks ago with the gay guy. Yeah. But she didn't. <laughs> well, and then when after they're done and he gets off her, she just starts laughing. Because she's tickled. I yeah, because she, she, she likes him so much that she yeah. accepts that and that's okay. I think she gets off on his artistic weirdness. It's her only connection mm-hmm. to what she loves. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's going to accept him being weird and creepy and like describe the doll thing. Yeah. It's her status clutch. Like yes. she's holding on to that status that she's <laughs> so lost. Absolutely. Freaking creepy. And then, you know, she's in the bathroom on the toilet and it's like, you know, it's got like a curtain that's open and he's walking around naked and she's just so happy in this moment and then she's you know sitting in the kitchen in her shirt and I mean she's super hot like she looks great mm-hmm. and but you know you, you notice her like sitting there in this like sexy position like trying to be sexy yeah she getting... looked like she was in a sexy Victoria's Secret like swimsuit yes. like she's so all about him and even after that horrible sex and she, I will say know. this when you're into somebody you will do anything to look sexy during after and before during and after the fact Absolutely. I mean I know that I've been like oh girl perk your butt up just a little he's walking in <laughs> See the curvature. You position your your legs just yes. right so that the cut in the muscles and like everything is just like glistening. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh but wow! Even, but even after you a- have after a horrible, exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys would still after do that. How it's done sexually? Okay, would you Properly. still do that Keeping after you have <laughs> horrible, horrible well, sex? No, abs- bad sex is one thing that I just cannot compromise. See, with. I can't either. If it if that would have, I would have probably laughed, got up, and left. Like, that's not okay. When you like someone, you accept no. bad sex. Trust me. Not that bad. No. Oh, I can. No, I'm a virgin. I, can, I have no idea. I can, you know, I can accept maybe like, you know, premature stuff or maybe, you know, couldn't get it, you know, couldn't no. get it, something like that. But when it's like that, where it's obviously not about me whatsoever yeah. at all and you want me to describe some creepy ass hanging doll in your room. No, that's no. when you say stop. You say get off, yes. stop, get on the next train. Get the, get the hell out of here. Probably if I walked like, in the room and saw the doll, I probably wouldn't have even been naked. <laughs> no, you know what? I have to disagree. When you're into someone,
someone, you will compromise everything and kind of just So go the doll thing would have been okay with you? I'm not saying it'd be okay, but if I really liked him, I'd be like, all right, that's your thing. You'd be like, she's it. sad. She's sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Most I'd be like, this doll needs you to get the F off. Let's go. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But can we address the fact that I love that Hannah interrupted Marnie's night? Yes. And that she was very bold and that her speech was amazing. I loved her little speech to Marnie. I, mm-hmm. I thought so, too. I was like, preach, sister. She stood up, to her, she stood she, up for herself. She absolutely stood up for herself. And she said, you know, I just want you to admit that you are the bad friend because wearing, you know, inappropriate pants and doing whatever <laughs> I do does not make me the bad friend. What constitutes a bad friend is doing something on purpose to hurt that person. And that's what you did. That was amazing. I was it so was. proud of her to articulate that. Yeah. I didn't even know she had a dinner. I know. I thought it was great. And she said, you looked me in the face every day, lying to me with your eyes, and <laughs> lying to me by not saying anything. And But it's so true, acting like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the Coke brings out the truth. Yeah. And she <clears throat> got to finally speak her truth to Marnie because... She hurt her. Yeah. Marnie hurt her. I mean, that's that. That's just dirty. So you what know? you're saying is if we want to find the truth out from people, we should sprinkle some coke on the food? Because <laughs> there's a couple of lies wasted. I've been told. <laughs> That'll give well, him a lot of Patron. And she says, uh, you know, hey. she says, I, you know, I don't even care at this point. We can still be friends, but just know that you're a bad one. And, yeah. you know, she made, you know, Marnie got teared up and she admitted it. She's like, okay, I'm the bad friend. And I have been in a situation like that before with somebody very close to me that's really hard that, you know, had had sex with my boyfriend. And, it, and it, it's, it's a very terrible, Whoa. terrible thing. And it's very hard to get over. And your relationship is never the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't trust them you, you, you can't really. And you have to wonder why. Like, what is it? Why do you have to be in such continuous competition like that with me, the person that you confide? in that's there for you that's supposed to be that you're supposed to care about in this different way why would you want to do that let it out girl let it out you know and that's kind of what I think we're going to see with their relationship thank you that's what I want to see <laughs> with their relationship I want to see how Marnie's going to try to make up for this or if they are or how their friendship is going to be and that's what I'm wondering too because that is the ultimate 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 deal breaker and betrayal yes. in my opinion there is no uh, wiggle room or you know downtime what, what did you call it uh, grace, ga- period. grace period yeah. <laughs> I'm just like absolutely not if I ever ever cared about this person no Right. Especially with one of my best friends. Yeah. A stranger, I'm not I don't care what they do. Right. But one of my besties, it's not That's going a whole down. different story. I like how though how Hannah, after telling Marnie off, handled it with Elijah. Elijah's like, Oh hey, you want some coke? She's like, No, I'm gonna go throw up. Marnie, that is. Yeah. And she's like, You know you have to move out now. Yeah. And, and he's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, no, seriously, you think I'm gonna let you live in my house after you just did my best friend and you've admitted to me? It's not only been happening. Do you think that, that was fair? Do you think that she should make yes, a move out? I, I think I think it kind of was. I, I mean, we've got to we got to like wrap things up over here real mm-hmm. quick. But I think that you know I think that he needs to take responsibility for what's happening there, well, for his part in it. And what she says, <sighs> you ruined my relationship with Marnie. You ruined my relationship with maybe my favorite drug ever, cocaine. <laughs> you know, there's all these things that he's doing because, like Hannah, he doesn't take responsibility either. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think he. You know, I kind of well, think no, he gets a I hood think, pass because he's gay. I don't think no, so. No, I feel Nobody I feel bad. I feel bad for him, but the fact that he did it and the apartment that her apartment he did it on her couch with her best friend like that's he's, that, that's just old. like he didn't slap her once he slapped her back Canada well, slapped her getting they, kicked her in the rib I mean, threw they, her in front of the train like did. you know he, he yeah. yeah they they both did they both equally did it they were both equally like supposed to be her best friend on, on, in different ways and they both screw, you know screwed her and it's just not okay no. but let's do news and gossip real quick yes 
we have for the show is they got picked up for us for another season, 12 episodes, which is great. So I'm super excited about that. Can't wait to see where everything goes. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's pretty much, you know, the biggest news of the week for this show. I thought you said, I thought you had mentioned to me she's, uh, Marnie. um, Oh, well, Marnie has been guest starring on uh, The Mindy Project. She did Mm -hmm. two episodes on The Mindy Project where she plays Eyepatch Girl. So it was really cute. So if you haven't seen the last couple episodes, you can um, go online and watch those. I like The Mindy Project. I think it's hilarious. But uh, she has been on... uh, on that show, so that's pretty cool. I wonder if she's going to come back. She played uh, Dr. Castellano's girlfriend. Oh, oh, I like him. I know, he's so cute. So that was great. Okay, what about predictions? All right, I'll just... Let's go. Larry's and Hannah, I want to see where that goes, and if her ex gets a little kind of weird about... By the way, what happened to Hannah's, um, her boy toy? The guy oh, that appeared in the first. Right. Oh, she broke up with him. Oh, she broke up with him. Yeah. Okay. So or that he broke up with her. It was, you know, whatever. <laughs> I want to see where that goes with Larry's and Hannah. Like you had mentioned, um, Miriam had mentioned that she may reintroduce him to drugs again. But I want to kind of see how that plays out if she tries to throw him aside when she's done. Because she said it's just a one night thing. And if he gets clingy and weird. I wonder what's going to happen with Marnie and her having sex. I'm wondering if she may have a pregnancy scare. Because remember the abortion in the l- last season? Oh, there may be something prediction. weird, and it's going to make her, you know, kind of her reality is going to it's gonna hit her in the Absolutely. face. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are, those <laughs> those are, and, are awesome predictions. And then I'm wondering about Shoshana, like what the status is and with Jessa. Because we haven't seen a lot of those two. So I'm wondering if we're going to yeah. see Jessa in her new house or, you know, something like that. So. Well, from the previews that unfortunately you guys didn't get to see for tonight, there is, we're, we're going to see Shoshana and Ray kind of doing a thing where it kind of looks like he may be living with her unbeknownst to her. Oh. So that's going to be kind of an interesting thing to see. So I'm really curious to see kind of how their relationship goes. What do you guys, what do you guys think is going to happen? I think that um, Hannah and Marnie's relationship are definitely going to be put to the test mm-hmm. as far as, you know, there's going to be that awkwardness. It's, it's not going to be the same and there's going to be a lot of hardships that come with it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Elijah, he's out. Period. Mm-hmm. He's out. He did Hannah dirty, and now he's on his own. And there's going to be a lot of conflict because now, mind you, when um, when he moved in, Hannah's place was empty because everything belonged to Marnie, mm-hmm. and so now everything in the apartment truly belongs to Elijah. So mm. we're going to see a big. I think there's going to be a battle between the two of them on who gets what and what stays and all that kind of. It's going to be messy. Well, I wonder if Marnie's going to move back in. I wonder if she's going to be forgiving her, and Marnie's going to move back in. Well, if that was the case, she could just mm. forgive Elijah. But I don't stay. know. It's, but it's a little different, though. I think like, I wonder. I just kind of wonder how. That, just because of some previews I've seen from the rest of the season, oh. it kind of looks like they're back there. So I wonder if that's the road they're going to take. Or keep but, your friends close, your enemies closer. Yeah, it could I be think that. Somebody, but I think they have a real love for each other. And that's why you're so much more forgiving. I think yeah. somebody unexpected may move in with. I mean, that could be cool, too. That would be good to see. What do you think? Well, I was going to say that I predict that Jessa is going to kind of sever her relationship or her marriage Mm -hmm. and not tell anybody. Like, I think that she's going to be living this lie as if she's still married, but really they separated, like, months ago. I think somewhere along the line that's going to come out that she's like... I've been pretending, you know, yeah. just because, like, mm. she has the image to uphold or whatever. Well, we'll see. And then I also would like to see that we find out that uh, the actual actress who plays Hannah was really taking coke during the making of this episode for authenticity. <laughs> I think that would be amazing because her character was taking coke to write yeah. a story, so I would love it if she was taking coke to an episode. I, I think that would be her. pretty cool. Lee Dunham, are you, are you coked <laughs> up? Well, thank you so much, guys. That's it for us for tonight. Thank you so much for hanging out. Make sure to always follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV and you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. 
Twidazomir Thomas Guide, T O M A S G U I D E. You can play with my Twitter at spicy underscore muddy. You can find me on Twitter at Miriam L. Gonzalez. Thanks again, guys, and we will see you all next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.